0: never go back I was blind to the truth didn't know what I had I was running I was searching but every place I took from here left me more broken than the last take me back, take me back. to the place that feels like home to the people I can't depend on to the faith that's in my To a in a verse, where they see me and my words to the level I had first. Oh, I want to go to church. Yes, come on, Try to walk on my own, but I'm wound up. Now I'm making my way to the foot of the cross. Yes! It's not a trophy for the winner. No, it's a shelter for the sinner. Yeah, it is power I the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's our foundation, the family God and what we saw And what we need This is the brother Oh Take me back right to the place that feels like home To the people I can depend on To the faith that's in my ball Whether it's a home church, whether it's a mega church, whether it's being held in a community center, whether it's being held in a coliseum, whether it's being held in a living room somewhere, anywhere that there's church, I want to be there, Lord, because you said where two or three are gathered in your name, there I am in the midst. And I want to take this time right now, Lord, to come before you and invite you in, invite you in to our Facebook live church our social media church our home church our church that we're having right now Until we have another church Lord until we have a praise and worship center until we have a building Whatever you want to call it wherever you want it to be Lord. I just want to have church I want to spread the good news that I was called to spread Lord I want to invite you in so the people here tonight people watching can feel your presence Lord and they can feel your presence and they can feel the love of your son Jesus Christ and they can feel the power of the Holy Spirit as it consumes them and sets round about them. Lord, let it come into me and cleanse this old vessel and fill me with the words you want me to say. Lord, I want to reach out to the families that were affected yesterday in our nation's capital. And I want to reach out to the people in this country, Lord. I don't care whether they're Republican or Democrat. I don't care what color they are, what denomination they are, what ethnic group they're in. I want to reach out and let them know that we love them, Lord, and we're praying for them. Because as the church... That's what we're called to do, is to pray for people, to lift people up, to love one another, to love our enemies as we do ourselves, to reach out in love, Lord. And tonight I ask that we can begin, Lord, because no matter who is the mayor or who is the senator or congressman or who is the governor or who is the president, you are the almighty God and you're still on the throne, Lord. And I pray that you heal this land, that you come through and you touch your preachers and your apostles and your prophets and your evangelists and your preachers and teachers and you give them the words to say to carry it out to the church without walls the church on the streets lord that we can spread the good news of jesus christ because only through the love of jesus and prayer and fasting can we get this nation back together again it's all about jesus in jesus name we pray amen And amen. Well, I want to thank everybody that's watching. And if you started watching, probably about 20 minutes ago, you've seen we had some technical difficulties. Um, But we've got them straightened out now, and I think we're going to be okay. Um, The devil is a liar. He's been messing with us all week. And we keep taking steps, and we keep stepping on him and he messes with us a little more but see he don't know what I know he don't serve who I serve and see because of this the other night I asked God I said God what am I supposed to speak on this week what do you want me to speak on and he took me and I went into my room and he said look preach this and as I looked at this book as I opened it and I said but Lord I preached that before father and he said yes exactly Years ago you preached that when you preached it. But I want you to preach it. Let me be in control like I'm supposed to. Let me fill you with what's supposed to be said. And as I looked at that thing that I had preached, I just said, whoa, I see all the things I missed. I see all the things I missed because, see, I preached it in the flesh. I preached it. Rusty Pleasant's preached it. I didn't invite the Spirit in like I invite God into all of our meetings. No, I don't have to invite Him where two or three is He'll be there. But I want Him to know I want Him here. I want Him to know that He's welcome here. I want Him to know that I love Him. And I want to be here speaking the words that He gives me in front of Him. I want to do everything I can to please Jesus. And that's what I'm going to do today because what this message is about, it is so on time for me and my family and my family ministry. It's getting back to the basics. Amen. It's about going to church. We've got to go to church. See, we are the church. Whether it's a praise and worship center, whether it's a church, whatever you call it, whether it's in your house, whether it's in your living room, in your basement, whether it's wherever it's at, whether it's a prayer center, a praise center. Listen, we cover it all. We call ours praise, worship, word, and praise, prayer, worship, and word center. Thursday night thunder in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Tonight the thunder is going to be white. I understand it will be some snow. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm going to get back to the basics tonight Because so many people say, Rusty, the church is dying. The churches went to sleep. The church is full of dry bones. What can we do? And I said, well, we got to get close to the spirit. We got to cultivate our our relationship with Jesus Christ. We got to come alive dry bones. Mm -hmm. We got to come alive dry bones. We got to have the breath of God fall on us. We got to preach the word of God like we ain't never preached it before. We gotta take it to the street, to the people in the street. But we gotta take it to the schools, to the people in the schools. We gotta take it to the people at work. We gotta take it to our family members, our friends. We gotta take it to our enemies, for God's sakes. We gotta take it to, and we can't leave a rock on dirt. And if people won't hear, the rocks will cry out. Yeah. Come on, people, this is gonna get good. And we ain't even got started. I want to tell you, people say, how can I grow spiritually? I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not religious. Well, good. That's a good start right there. That's how we're going to grow spiritual. We're going to get rid of the spirit of religion. We'll get rid of that religious spirit. We're going to get rid of that religious spirit. All right, that's step one. That wasn't even on here, step one. Mm -hmm. So that would be step A. That's before step one. But step one is this. We need to, to grow this vision. And I heard this message somewhat like this preached one time. And I really thought, wow, this is something. So I added some things and I studied some things. And I said, you know what? This is deep. This is deep. But I want God's words in it. So I took these steps and these steps have actually hung in my office and it's just a couple words and I go by them, I sit there and read them almost daily but the first thing we had to do when we had our ministry the first thing you have to do when you have a relationship with God, you want to know where it's going. So you need to number one Uno. One. I'm learning Spanish. Uno. <laughs> You have to have a vision. You have to have a vision. You have to open that spiritual eye. Mm. See, that spiritual eye is inside of you. It's not like it's true. It's just one eye. Just, that's my opinion. It's just a spiritual eye because it's all seen. See, it's a spiritual eye. God watches us. His eyes rove. But there's a spiritual eye you need to open. And then you have to seek from God a revelation. What's that mean, Rusty? Well, you have to see how God speaks to us. You have to ask God for revelation, see? And he speaks to us through dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. He speaks through us in so many ways. He speaks through us through his creation. He speaks to us through the beauty of the world. He speaks to us through our children, through our spouses. Through our parents, he speaks to us through the other pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the preachers, the teachers, and all these things. These people that are anointed of God, he speaks to us through these things. He speaks to us through signs and wonders and miracles. He speaks revelations to us. Joel two twenty eight and um, Acts two seventeen says, In that last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Prophecy's real. He can reveal a revelation to you through prophecy. He says, and your young men will have visions. He's speaking to the young men through visions. And your old men will have dreams. He speaks to me through dreams and visions. So I must be middle-aged. Hmm. But he says, but be careful. Be careful. I'm telling you, be careful when you listen to what the Lord is saying. Because the enemy, the devil, that old serpent, is out to twist things. He's out to catch you off guard. He's out to tell you what is bad is good and what is good is bad. He's out to tell you sin is okay. He's out to tell you the Bible is obsolete. He's out to tell you anything that he wants you to hear to make you drop your guard. Because our book and the Bible says in 1 Peter 5 Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary. The devil as a roaring lion walketh about. Seeking. Whom he may devour. Seeking. Who he may devour. I'll be glad when I get my new tooth. Mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> devour much. Because they took it. Listen. Bear with me. <laughs> He's seeking who he may devour. So we need to have a vision and receive a revelation. Then we have to accept the purpose. God gives us that. We look for the vision. He gives us the revelation. As we're seeking, he gives it to us. But then we got to accept it. Because all through these, these steps I'm going to give you, each one of them is a choice. But we have to accept them all. Because we can't shortchange God. If you want to. Now listen. This is the, the, If you want to increase your walk with Christ. If you want to have a better and a closer relationship. With God, Father, Son and Holy Ghost. All three are one. If you want to do this. And you want to walk in the gifts. And you want to walk with Jesus. And you want to flourish. And you want to grow. Spiritually. Not one of these can be taken lightly. Not one of these can be taken lightly. We're just up to number three. Accept God's purpose. He has a plan. He's had a plan for us. All our lives, God has a plan. But so many people's plans go astray because of the choices we make. God gives us a plan, and we choose not to follow it. He gave me a plan many, 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 many years ago, and I chose not to follow it. He gave me a plan when I first started the ministry, when he allowed me the privilege to steward this ministry that belongs to him. When he gave me this opportunity to spread the word of God, I didn't follow his plan at first. I had my own idea of where it should go and how it should go. But you know what? I had to accept his purpose because he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, NLT version, For I know the plan I have for you, says the Lord. He knows the plan he has for me. He doesn't need my help. Mm-hmm. He knows the plan he has for each one of you, each one of you. And he doesn't need our help. He just needs us to be obedient. He needs us to make the right choices. He says the plan they are good and not for disaster is to give you a future of hope. The next one, after after you accept that purpose, you're going to face challenges. But you've got to be willing to face the challenges. But i got some good news. And you're going to find something out. All through this, tonight, it's not a lot of Rusty. It's a lot of Scripture. Because, see, the only way we can get close to God is through Scripture. The only way that we can get close to God is through knowledge. The only way we can get close to God is through love and through leaving sin behind. You know, when the when the enemy met Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus wore him out on Scripture. Yeah. He beat him on Scripture. Yeah, he did. So tonight I want to give you scripture because if anybody says, wait a minute, where are you coming up with all these rules? They ain't rules. They're a guideline and I'm giving you scripture. God's word. To show you how this works. To show you how it works. Be willing to face the challenges. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried... He shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. God does not break promises. Mm -hmm. God has promised us what we will get if we love him, if we obey him, if we follow him. You won't ever have to face any of these challenges alone. Well, you know, I had to talk, hush, 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 hush. You never have to face a challenge alone. Now, I don't say you won't ever have a challenge. That's why we have a prayer request line. That's why I tell people right now, if you have a need for a prayer, write us, let us know. We'll pray with you. But we want you to know something. You'll never go through anything alone because Isaiah forty-one thirteen says, For the Lord will hold my right hand and say, Fear not, I will help thee. When you're feeling weak, fear not. He will help thee. When you're feeling lost, fear not. He will help thee. When you're feeling unloved, fear not. He loves thee and he will help thee. When you feel everybody's against you, fear not. He's not and he will help thee. I could go on with this all night because he will help thee. He's there. He's been there since before the beginning of time, as we know it, and He'll be here in eternity forever. He is never ending and never beginning. He always was. He always will be. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. Hallelujah. That's something to look forward to because that means... If you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you live forever, that verse right there, Isaiah 41, 13, I will help thee means forever. Forever. Never-ending for help. I've got never-ending help from God. Woo! that make you shout. That make you want to step on the devil. Run, devil, run. You is a liar yeah, we need to pursue that vision. Walk over the devil going after it. Don't stumble, go for it. Number six, we need to be prepared and ready to serve. You know, as a young man, I was in the Boy Scouts. One of the golden rules was be prepared. Be prepared. As I got older, when the first thing I learned was from when I went to the Billy Graham Evangelistical Association, his first course that I had to take was on preparation. Mm-hmm. Preparation. You know, to walk with God, you've got to be prepared. To walk with God, you've got to be ready. You know, even when Paul was on the road to Damascus, everybody said, Oh, well, Jesus did. Now, Jesus sent him to get prepared. Jesus sent him to be prepared. He said, go to that street and meet that man and get prepared. For three days he was blind until the things fell off his eyes. That's what I'm doing tonight. We all got something in our eyes. It's come from years and years of religious spirits telling us things. It's come from years and years of denominational doctrines that are set up to please man and not God. We need to let them things fall out of our eyes. We need to overlook some of these things that these people has nothing to do with salvation, has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. It's just some kind of uh, rituals you have to do to belong to their particular church. No, it's all about Jesus. The Bible is the doctrine. Go by that. 2 Timothy 2.15 How can we be prepared? Study! Study to show yourself approved unto God. Then you become a workman. And a workman needs not to be ashamed because they're rightly dividing the word of truth. Study. Read. Learn in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Talk in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Invite the Spirit to come into you and live and be with you. You know, He is your teacher. He writes the law on your heart. He tells you what God wants. Jesus said, I'll go away, but I will send a comforter. And He will show you all things. Mm -hmm. But we have to be... Perceptive to him, we have to get ready. We have to listen to what he has to say. Number seven. Some of these get a little harder than others. Align yourself with God's values. What? Align myself with God's values. Yes. Don't simply put. Don't follow the word. World. Follow the word. You know, my son preached a message when he was very young. First message he ever preached. And I remember one part of that message. Because it really touched him, and I believe as much as it touched me. And right here is it. Align yourself with God's values. 1 John 2, 15. Now, I'm reading this out of the message. Now, in King James, it's love not the world, nor the things of the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. But I like the way the message puts things sometimes because it kind of gets down and touches you spiritually. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the TPT, the PTP. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, There's so many of them. But listen, this is what this says. Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. The more you're loving the things of the world, the less you have time to love the things of the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your way, your own way, wanting everything for yourself, and wanting to appear appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. I want you to take a second and listen to what he just said. There's three things. And then look around the world today and think about this. Ooh! Wanting your own way. There are many people today walking the streets of America that want their own way. And they're not willing to listen to another person's way. They're not willing to sit down and have dialogue with another person's way. It's got to be their own way. Wanting everything for themselves. They want to have it all. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And I'm not talking about stimulus checks. I'm not talking, listen, give me the better job. Give me the nicer house. Give me the better car. Give me the prettier wife. Although I can't get a prettier one than the one I got. Oh. Give me, give me, give me. Wanting to appear important. Wanting to say, hey, how many people go to your church? Hey, I have 500 in my congregation. Take me a year to preach to 500 people in here. Listen, it ain't about how many you preach, it's how many you reach. That's the important thing. I've been reaching them on the streets down here in East Tennessee. We've been talking to them. We've been loving on them. And they've been loving on us. We've been reaching people through our social media. We've been loving on them. We've been praying for them and praying with them. And we're telling them the same message I'm giving tonight. We've got to get a connection with Jesus Christ. We've got to get spiritual awakening. We need a spiritual awakening Amen. to go along with a great awakening. To go along with a church awakening. Just sound like everybody needs to get awakenings. We need to be awakened. But to go on, he says, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him. The more you try to feed me, 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 the more you're getting away from Him, 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 Him. The more you're getting away from God, trying to build yourself up. The world and all it's wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whosoever does what God wants is set free for eternity. And don't think you can't get out of whatever you're in. Because I just read you, he said, I'll help. He says, I'll help you. I'll help you. He told me that many times and I refused his help. Till one night he said, it's time. And when he said, it's time that night, I knew what time it was. It was time that he was reaching out his hand to help me. It might have been the last time he'd ever did that. But I wasn't taking no chances because I had smacked that hand away too many times. I had smacked away the hand of my father. I'd smacked away the hand of help. I'd smacked away the hand of deliverance. Choices, choices, choices. I made bad ones all of my adult life. Until that night, he said, it's time. And I said, I'll follow. I'll follow. Because this next one is what I had to do for my first step. Spend time humbled in his presence. I had to learn how to put God first, not rusty. I had to learn that my wanting, wanting, wanting wasn't as important. I needed him. That's what I needed. I needed personal one-on-one time with Jesus. I needed to create a one-on-one relationship with Jesus. I needed to fall in love all over again with Father, Son, Holy Ghost. The best of the world. Three in one. My God is three in one. My God is three in one. Whew. Man, it don't get better than that. He can help from anywhere. Amen. He can help me no matter where he's at. No matter when he's at. Because see, tomorrow, whatever problems I'm already going to face, he's already there. But see, that's why I say I don't have no problems. It's how you carry yourself. And I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. People say, How are you doing today? I said, I'm doing wonderful. I do wonderful every day. Some days are better than others. But I'm doing wonderful because eternity goes on and on forever. And I've got the Father holding on to my right hand, saying, Don't worry about it, son. I can help. I can help. I can help. Song of Solomon 6.3 says, I am my beloved. Woo! I'm a bride. And beloved is mine. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. Listen, he loves us. He loves us. He loves each and every one of us. He loves us. He just wants us to love him. He wants us to be humbled in his presence. He wants us to spend time with him. He wants us to, number nine, the next thing is to serve God and man. Well, wait a minute. You can't have two masters. You can't. But see, Jesus, he did not come to be served. What? He came to serve. Jesus came to serve. Mark 10, 44 and 45. And I noticed today, as I had four or five Bibles, that Bibles out, reading them, I kept going to the MSG. It was speaking to me. The Lord was using it to speak to me. And it says this in that verse. Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. That pretty much covers it. Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. I'm going to say that again. For y'all that don't hear and don't listen and want to be something bigger than you are. If you want to be great, you got to start off as a servant. you got to start off serving people. I did that. My family's done that. We've cut grass at the church. We've helped the church. We've did things at different churches. We've did all kinds of things. We've helped people. You know, we did uh, bake sales. We did, we did uh uh, food collections, clothes collections, you know, money collections—all kinds of things. I'm not trying to make it, but we did this to help people. We did this to help people to serve people. Mark ten forty-four and forty-five says, "Whoever so wants to be great must become a servant, and whoever so wants to be first among you must be your slave." That is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve. Not to be served. And then to give away his own life in exchange for many who were held hostage. Think of that. He came to die so we could be set free. And here's the thing I say many times. And I'm going to say it again tonight. He came to set us free from sin. He came to set us free from death. He didn't come to set us free to sin until we die. He came to set us free from sin. Number 10, we got to learn. I love this one. People look at me funny. To practice in the spirit. How do you do that, Rusty? Well, you spend time humbled with God alone to start off sometimes and you practice your prayer language you pray in your prayer language you cultivate that gift you pray in your prayer language and you connect with the spirit you learn how to connect with the spirit well how can I practice what's that mean well 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 22 says this be cheerful no matter what No matter what you're going through, be cheerful. Walk around with a smile even when it hurts. Don't let other people see your pain. Let them see that God is walking beside you, holding your right hand, helping you through the situation. See, I might hurt today, but I've got relief coming tomorrow. Look, they pulled my tooth out. My gums were sore. God's helping me get through this message. No, Does it feel good? No. But you know what? It's going to feel better. It's going to get better. And they can pull all my teeth out. And I'll preach the gospel. I may spit a little bit more than normal, but I will preach the gospel. Because that's what I'm called to do. Connect with the Spirit. Be cheerful no matter what. Number two, pray without ceasing. The message says pray all the time. Number three, thank God no matter what happens. Lord, we had some time. Oh, man, we just ain't having a word tonight. My my camera didn't work tonight. Or, or, or this didn't happen or that didn't happen. Listen, I preach the gospel whether that works or not. I'll preach to these people here. And if y'all leave, I'll preach to, I'll go humble myself in front of God and tell him what he wants me to hear. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said, tell him what he wants me to hear. Because when I don't know how to pray, he'll pray through me. Mm-hmm. Come on, this is getting good. Woo! Holy Ghost time. Hosella, Hosella. Ha, ha, <laughs> Woo! Come on. This is why God wants you to belong to Christ Jesus, is to live. Pray all the time. Thank Him no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you to belong to Christ Jesus to live. He wants you to live like Christ. See, that's all you have to do. What would Jesus do? Follow the example of the Master. Follow the example of the words in red. Follow the example of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He will show you how to connect with. He connects with the Father. We connect with Him because nobody can connect with the Father unless they connect with Him. That's in the words in red. Come on, man. It's out there. It's words. It wasn't just for a group of 12 people. And if you know how to do your adding, if it was just 12 disciples, how come He sent 70 people out? Come on. We're disciples today. If you choose to follow Jesus, and you choose to be obedient, and you choose to do His bidding, you are a disciple. Read up on some discipleship. Learn how to follow. I'm giving you a guideline of how to connect. Praise God. Amen. Don't suppress the Spirit. Who? If the Holy Spirit hits. Yell, scream, shout, clap, whatever. He has you do. Laugh. Nobody said to praise worship and getting a word and praying has to be sad and boring. It should be exciting. Listen, when I think where I spent many a Friday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday nights laying drunk, drugged up. Listen, I was never this happy. And I could laugh and scream, and shout. I've been to ball games, and my team has won, and I've yelled. But I don't yell like this, because this is a yell that comes from inside. This is a freedom yell. This is a freedom yell, because I have been set free. And every day I read this list that I'm giving you, and I think, how can I improve on it? Is there anything I can add to it? I will never, never, ever feel like I deserve to do what I'm doing. But I will always know that I deserve it because he said so. And I'm not going to say to my Lord, the Savior is a liar. He called me. I heard his voice. I dreamed the dreams. I saw the visions. I felt the power of the Holy Ghost. I felt the virtue go out. I felt and seen signs, wonders, miracles. I will never suppress the spirit. And I will do not stifle those who have a word, do not stifle those who have a word from the master. But on the other hand, don't also be gullible. If a prophetic person comes or a prophet comes and they have a word from the master, listen to it. Listen to it. Listen to it. But it says, don't be gullible. Check out everything and keep only what's good and throw out anything that's tainted or evil. Listen to that. I'm not going to say it again, but I'm not going to get into that because that's just self-explanatory. Let's go one more time. Don't suppress the spirit and don't stifle those who have the word from the master. But on the other hand, don't be gullible. Don't listen to the gossip of people talking, one prophet talking about another prophet, one apostle talking about another apostle. That is not from God. God don't sit in a little circle and talk about us. He sits in a circle and probably weeps for us sometimes. Listen, but check out everything and keep only what's good. The more you practice to be Christ-like, The more you practice in the Spirit, the more you walk in the Spirit, the more you will become spiritual. The more your Spirit will grow inside of you, and the more Christ-like you will be. That's what we need to strive to do. If every single human being in this world, I'm not just talking about this country because God owns the world. He owns the universe. If there's anybody on Mars, they ought to be listening to this tonight because I'm going to give them a message. If you're on Mars, listen. You need to strive to be Christ-like because He made your planet too. See, I'm... They're, 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 oh, I'll shut up. I'll uh, Holy Spirit just told me to shut up on that one. Mm-hmm. Listen. Number 11. Look at your mentors. Whether they be in the past, whether they be in the present. That doesn't mean just do everything they say. Don't follow blindly. I can go back to ooh, woo. Come on, I can go back one before that where it says throw way, anything tainted or evil." Listen, look for Christ in their life, but take their teaching seriously. If they are truly, truly, truly of God, they're going to love you. They're going to show you their love for you. They're going to ache when you fall. But like God's right hand helps you, he helps them, and their right hand is there to pick you up. There's an old song I used to like, and it says, uh, you know, reach down with my right hand, but while I'm reaching down with my right hand, I'm reaching up with my left. So while I'm picking you up, God can hold me up. And that's how we need to be. I want to reach out tonight to all my brothers and sisters. Oh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't care what their party is, what their affiliation is, what the color of their skin is. I don't care how hard, how long their hair is. I don't care if they got hair. I don't care if they're male, if they're female. Listen, I'm reaching out to all of you in love and telling you we got to get this together as Christians. We got to quit Pointing fingers. We got to start getting back into the gospel and away from the gossip. We got to just follow these rules. We got to follow this teaching. We got to get back to Jesus Christ. And we got to do what he says to do. Become Christ like. Look at your mentors. Like I said, Proverbs 15 21 and 22 says this. This again was out of the message. The empty headed treat life as a plaything. Those that aren't thinking, those that aren't serious, those that say they want to follow Jesus, those that say that they want to be Christians, and then they go about their life living the worldly life. Those that walk up to the altar and say, Accept your Jesus as Lord and Savior, see you in a couple of weeks, I got things to do. Yeah. They're not taking it seriously. And the Bible says, Those empty headed treat life as a plaything, they don't want to work. They want it all given to them. They want to be able to say, hey, I'm a member of a church, so they feel good on their way to hell. Mm. Listen, as one of my mentors used to say, it might be tight, but it's right. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Some of this stuff, it ain't easy, but it's what we need. It's what we need. Listen, we got to listen to this stuff. The perceptive gasp and its meaning and make a go of it those that are perceptive to what your teachers are teaching you, if you pay attention listen, there's a lot of preachers out here apostles, prophets, all that out here teaching, they're teaching online classes, I have friends that teach online classes I have friends that have online ministries as well as go out and preach like we do and they do all the same things we do but but listen they're teachers and I listen to them I don't say, well I'm the evangelist Rusty Pleasants. I don't need no more teaching. I need it every day. Mm-hmm. I want to grow because what this teach my wife teaches me things. My son teaches me things. My daughter, my other son, they teach me things because when they're studying, they'll come to me and say, Dad, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And I'll look at it and I'll sit and read. They might ask me one question, and you can ask my daughter. She don't like asking me questions because she'll give a sermon on it. Oh, yeah. She'll give a sermon on it. I'll preach to her. Uh-huh. I'll give her a sermon, a sermon one time on hanging Christmas lights. Uh-huh. Don't ever ask the preacher where light come from. Uh-huh. <laughs> come on. Whew. 22. They refuse good advice. Teachings and instructions. And, they, and watch your plans. Fall. Take good counsel. Listen, if you refuse to take good advice, you can watch your plans fail. So take good counsel. Seek instructions and study. Spend time with him alone. I'm going to keep saying that. Because spending time alone in the Spirit and studying, you will be surprised how much you will learn. Spend time in good counsel and watch them succeed. It's not always going to be tell me what you want me to what I want to hear. Sometimes a teacher is going to tell you something that you don't want to hear. Sometimes a teacher is going to say something that might make you not even like him no more. Sometimes a teacher is going to tell you something that you think, "Oh no, that's not for me, that's for another that person." Listen, take it all in. Take it all in. It's all part of growth. It's all part of growth. Number 12. Raise your faith level. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the good news of Jesus Christ. Faith comes by hearing the gospel. You can raise your prayer life through prayer and fasting. I want prayer phase these next Boy, try to say that without a tooth. I'm going to paraphrase these next few verses Matthew 17 19 through 21. When the disciples asked Jesus why they couldn't cast out a certain demon, he told them their faith level was too low, their lack of belief. They didn't truly believe. They had sat there and watched him do all this stuff. But they didn't truly believe. They didn't truly believe. But he told them if they uh, even had just as much faith as a mustard seed, they could look at a mountain and say, Jump. And it'll jump. But he said, These things come only through prayer and fasting. Another way to grow in that spirit. To exercise your spirit. Is to pray. And to fast. To pray. And to fast. Pray. And fast. You have to number 13. This is where I lose a lot of people. They think this one here doesn't count. And this is probably one of the most important ones. Give yourself completely. To God. Matthew 16, 24 says, If any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. If I was to be writing that in, a, in like my journal or something, I would say, If any man come after me, follows me, let him deny himself of worldly desires, of lusts of the flesh, of things he wants, and let him follow me. Let him pick up... What I have for him and follow me. Leave that joke he wants behind. Follow me. You know, the young man went to Jesus and wanted to follow him. And Jesus said, Well, do you know this, know that? Well, I've known it since I was a young boy. I know the scriptures, I know the laws, I know it all. Jesus said, Good. Sell everything and follow me. You have to give up yourself completely to God. He wasn't willing to do it. Romans 12, 1, at the end it says, Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your responsible service. When I say submit your bodies, I'm not talking about the length of your hair, if you got a tattoo or a piercing. I'm talking about what are you doing to the temple inside? What are you putting in that temple? What are you doing to defile the house of God? That's what you are doing. Jesus said it's not what comes out of the mouth it's what goes into the mouth. It's not what goes into the mouth it's what comes out. Listen, it's your heart. What are you doing to defile your heart? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What jokes are you telling? What is your conversations about? What is your secret sins? What do you think that you're doing when God's not looking? Because He always looking. Those is what's making your body unacceptable. Those are what's making it. See, James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the things of the world, and the devil will flee from you. Amen. Everything I'm doing, all of these points I've made, all the way up to this point, is basically, follow God. It can be summed up in one word. How can I get closer to God? Obedience. Praise in Him. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Worship Him. Listen to His Word. Study His Word. Praise. Pray to Him in private. Pray to Him in public. Pray to him wherever you're at. I'll walk through a grocery store just praying. Lord, where are the potatoes? Now I'll go through the grocery store. I will. I'll do that too because he walks with me and he says he'll help me. He'll help me and he will help me do anything if I call on the name of God. Have a regular connection with God. Back to what I just said. See, not a touch and go relationship. Not just every time something's bad, I'm going to get on the prayer line and call the local prayer line. Could you pray for me? Could you pray for me for this? Could you pray for me for that? Could you pray for me for the other? Could you pray for my finances? They'll call, Can you pray for my finances? But they won't call and ask me to pray for the Spirit. Can you pray I get a new car? Can you pray i get a better home? And look, I pray for those things. But I very seldom ever see somebody say, "Could you pray for me to have some spiritual awareness? A spiritual awakening? I have gotten those prayer requests before. Listen. Have a regular connection with God. Don't pray. Hebrews 10, 19 says, Having therefore, brother, boldness, having therefore, brother, boldness, to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. We can enter into the presence of God because of the blood of Jesus. Because the veil was torn. It gives us access. Jesus is our adversary he's our intercessor he's in between us and god all we need to do is go to the son and by going to the son we can go to the father jesus said i and the father in one if you see me you see the father also no one goes before the father but by me i am the way and the life jesus is everything it's all about jesus jesus says i go but when i go i'm set in a comforter jesus is the man he's the man he is the man he's 100 percent man And he's 100% God. He's God in the flesh. He's Emmanuel. He's God is with us. And he's with me. And he's in this room right now. And he's right there where you're at. He's where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst. He's in the midst of us all. And he's telling you right now, he's telling you, listen to my preacher. Listen to this evangelist. Listen to what he's saying. If you want to walk with me, if you want to talk with me if you want to be closer to me it's all about being obedient to the word of god it's all about genesis to revelation it's all about following his teachings my laws are written on your hearts by the holy spirit through the blood on the cross you are saved if you just accept me as your lord and savior through the blood on the cross i went to the cross and they could not nail me with strong enough nails to hold me to the cross but I was held there because I loved you. That's what Jesus is saying. Amen. That's what Jesus is saying right now. He's saying it to you that when he was on that cross, he said, I looked. And I looked. And I, one time I was preaching a sermon and I heard the Lord speak to me. And he said, I was on the cross. And I looked out over the people that crucified me. And I looked out over the hill of Calvary. And I looked out over Israel, Jerusalem and Israel. And I looked out across the Middle East. But I looked over time. And on that cross, I saw 2021. And I saw your sins that I'm dying for. He knows us. He knows us. He knows us. Have that regular connection with him. Have that regular connection with him. Number 15, we ain't got a couple left. Be yourself. Well, man, I can't be myself. Yes, you can. Yes, you can because God made you. I'm going to give you a couple quick verses. Genesis 127 says God created man in his own image. We're all made in the image of God. His own image. He told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee. He knew us before he formed us in the belly. He knew us. You can smile. That's what the Bible says. Go read it. I love it when my son doubts what I'm saying. You're thinking the word wound. No, it says in the belly. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, don't go making your faces while I'm preaching. Mm-hmm. He said, When I, when, when I knew you, when I formed you in the belly. I think I just embarrassed my son. I ain't never seen such a red face. If it was Christmas, I could use you for Christmas ornament. He, he said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. He also wants us to be holy. First Peter 1 says, Be ye holy. For I am holy. He wants us to be Christ like. How do we get to be Christ like? How do we get to be Christ like? By doing the previous 15 things that I've talked about. Now we're down to the last two. Number 16 Talk to God. Well, Rusty, you've been telling us we're supposed to pray and fast and do this. So why do you got number 16 on there saying talk to God? You told us to have a personal relationship. You told us to go to prayer in private places. You told us pray, 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 pray without ceasing. So why are you got to add 16, and say talk to God? Because that ain't all of it. It says, but don't be sure, but be sure to listen. See, it's okay to talk to God all the time, but sometimes God wants you to be quiet. He wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to you. Well, how how can I, how can how do I know God's even hearing my prayers? How do I know God's? It's scriptural. Read your Bible. Psalms one forty five fourteen says in the message again, God is there listening for all who pray, for all who pray and mean it. I love that part. I'm gonna say that again because that that there that's why I like this. Why well, God let me see this in this book. God is there listening for all who pray. For all who pray and mean it. Not just for those that are just giving lip service. Not just for those that was like the Pharisee up there telling God how great he was. But he listened to the prayer of the publican. He listened to the prayer of the tax collector. He listens to the prayers of the lost and the broken. The prayers that come with tears. He listens to the ugly prayers. The crying prayers. The prayers of a young man in a gutter saying, Lord, how much longer will I do this? Lord, help me. But see, he reached his hand out and he got slapped away. But now I tell you, he walks with me and talks with me. Don't believe me. Listen to the song. He walks with me, and talks with me, and he does. And I hear his voice. And such a beautiful voice it is. Whew, it's beautiful. And the things he says. The things he promises. They're beautiful. It'll make you go all the way back to one of these other ones. I forget, where it says, fall in love again. Fall in love again. Amen. Tonight you're going to get an opportunity to fall in love again. Listen with your spiritual ear. He will reveal himself. He'll reveal himself through beauty. He'll reveal himself through signs, wonders, and miracles. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to what the the prophets are saying. Pay attention to what the apostles are teaching, the evangelists are teaching, the preachers and the teachers. Pay attention to what the voice of the Lord is saying. Listen to what God's saying in these days. Listen to what He's saying. Because again, in the last days, He's pouring out His Spirit. He's pouring out His Spirit. These are some troubling times. But you know what? we got to keep praying. He doesn't say, give up and lay down and wait on me. He says, work till I come. Stay focused on the sky. One eye on the sky. Keep your hands on the plow, tearing up that ground, breaking the ground, the new soil, breaking it. Don't look back, because if you look back, you're not worthy of the kingdom of heaven. Look forward. Don't worry about what happened last year, last two years ago, ten years ago. I can't worry about my life for 30, 40 years ago. All I can worry about is what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, and I'm going to be preaching the word of God, no matter where I'm at. Whether it's in Tennessee, whether we're on a road trip somewhere, I'm going to be preaching the Word of God. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'm going to be preaching the Word of God. If I go in Food Line, I'm preaching the Word of God. If I go in Walmart, Lowe's, any place I go, I'm giving you a warning. If you see this big old tall hillbilly coming, he got the Word of God with him. And he ain't ashamed to use it. And I like going to Lowe's because they got rocks. I preach to the rocks and listen to them cry out. Come on, because I believe that God is moving today. I believe He's moving with signs. Wonders, miracles. I believe He's here. The Spirit is here moving around. He's moving around right here, right now. There's people watching this that started watching this a little bit ago that might watch the replay that started watching this. And I'm going to tell you something. You might have had a headache. You might have had a pain. You might have had a bad knee, a bad hip, a bad arm. You might have had cataracts you might have had something going on your hearing aid might have gotten weak you might be going through something right now you might be diagnosed with a disease you might be positive for COVID but I'm going to tell you something right now when this message is over if you take it to heart and you pray and mean it those problems will go away Amen. they'll go away trust in the Lord not me Trust in the Lord. I serve a miracle-working, healing God. Come on. That was free. It's not one of the lists. Pay attention. The Word of God will talk. Here's the final one. This is my favorite one. Because actually, I could have just started with this one. you wouldn't have to spend all this time. Yeah. Are you willing to pay the price? Well, what's the price? Well, let's go back to number one. We'll start again. Mm -hmm. No. What is the price? Well, I'm going to tell you what the price is. It costs everything. But it doesn't cost anything. I like to see your eyes when I do something like that. It costs everything. But it doesn't cost anything. Catherine Coleman once said, the cost is everything. I know what it cost. It cost everything. Dad Hagen said it didn't cost nothing. I heard a message. He said that and I understand why. Because Philippians 121 says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. What's that mean? Well, guess what? I started this off in the message. I put the message all the way through this. And I'm going to finish this off with the message. Message. Philippians 121. Alive, I am Christ's messenger. Boom, 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 boom. Take that, devil. I am Christ's messenger. I am a servant to the Most High God. I spread the word of God. I serve a risen Savior. I am Christ's messenger. For me to live is Christ. And then it says, dead, I am his bounty. Because I defeat death through the blood of Jesus Christ. Alive, I'm his messenger. Dead, I'm his bounty. You know what it's actually saying? The bottom part of that message? (laughs) Life versus more life. Alive I'm Christ's until this body goes into the ground. Then I'm Christ's forever. Christ's messenger on earth. I'm a saint in heaven. I'm a saint here. I'm not an old sinner saved by grace. I'm a saint. I'm a saint that has been Blessed and privileged to preach the word of God. How many tonight that's listening to this are willing to pay that price to become Christ's, to live in Christ and to die in Christ? How many here tonight is willing to give up the world to get closer to God? And I'm not saying, well, I'll give up some. Listen, when I say this, how many of you are ready to turn over a new leaf? How many of you are ready to give your life to Christ, to accept him as your Lord and Savior, to repent of your sins, to change, and I don't mean repent of what you call a sin, anything that stands between you and God, anything that's holding you back from fulfilling your... Your, your, your potential from fulfilling all that you can be. See, it can just be, well, I just drink this a little bit here. I don't get No, stop it. Well, I just tell a lie every now and then. Stop it. I just smoke some cigarettes. No, stop it. Anything. Make your body a sacrifice worthy of God. Show Him that you're willing to do everything for Him. Show Him that you're committed to make a commitment that it's just all about you, Jesus. That it's all about you. I don't need the things of the world. You know, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Because if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. If you choose to keep the world, you're putting a wedge between you and God. If you're choosing to keep the sin, sin is separation from you and God. Listen, people, look outside. Look around this world. Look at what's happening in this world. I don't know how many more tomorrows I have. I don't know how many more tomorrows you have. You can say, well, I don't think Jesus is coming for 100 years. That's good. That's that's great. That's wonderful. That's an opinion. But you don't know how, you're going to live 400 years. One way or the other, we're going to meet Jesus Christ. Whether he comes in the sky to get us. Or we meet him at the wrong judgment. Mm. Are you ready to take that chance with eternity? He's saying right now to you. He's saying right now to you. I will not leave you alone. I'm here to help you. His hand is reaching out. Right here in this room, His hand is reaching out to each and every one of you all. Right there where you're sitting in your home, His hand is reaching out, whether it's now or an hour from now or tomorrow or whenever you watch this. He will reach out to you if you call on Him and you pray meaning it and you say the prayer and you ask Him to come into your life. I'm going to say that prayer in one moment, but I want to tell people this. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. A lot of people thought they'd never make it through 2020. We've made it to 2021. It's early in the year. I don't know when Jesus is coming. Like I said earlier. Listen. Now's the time to get it right. Tomorrow's promise to no one. Jesus is reaching out his hand. He's extending his hand. Please, please. He's extending his hand. He's reaching out. He's reaching out to the lost. He's reaching out to the broken. He's reaching out to the ones that people don't realize are lost and broken. He's reaching out to you. You know, if you you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you the opportunity to get to know him. If you do know him and you've stepped away from him, slid away from him, went backwards or or just gave up or or just think he doesn't exist anymore and are not sure. Listen, if I asked you, if Jesus comes, are you going to heaven? If you would say, I don't know, I think so, I hope so, I want to. Those are the wrong answers. You need to say, i got this thing straightened out with Jesus. Let's get it straightened out tonight. Just repeat it for me as we pray. Dear Lord in heaven, I come before you, Lord. I come before You humbled on my knees, Lord. I come before You humbled with hands up, raising holy hands, Lord, asking You to forgive me of my sins. I accept You, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior because I know and I believe through faith. I know that 2,000 years ago You went to the cross on the hill of Calvary and You were nailed to that cross. But those nails weren't strong enough to hold you if you didn't want them to. It was your love that held me. As you looked out off of that hill and you saw my sins of today and yesterday over 2,000 years ago. You were just waiting for this moment for me to cry out to you. For you to say you forgave me and that you would come into my life. And I want to serve you for the rest of my life Jesus. Because I know that you were laid in that bar of grave. And three days later, you arose. And I know that now you're sitting at the right hand of God, just waiting for him to dispatch you to come back and get your children. When you come back, Lord, if it's before I go, I want to go with you. I want you to come into my life tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, let us know. Write us some private messenger on Facebook, Pleasant Family Ministry, whatever. Rusty Pleasants, Craig Pleasants, Carla Pleasants, Carly Pleasants, or Pepper Pleasants. Any of us on Messenger if you like. If you've just fallen short, if you think, hey, I, I'm, you know, I just kind of had some issues. I've kind of gotten away from God. I want to get back to God. I'm going to say a prayer right now for that. Dear Lord, for these people, for anyone who has had doubt. Anyone that has stumbled and fell, anyone that has kind of looked back from the plow, get their eyes focused on the row again. Get their eyes focused on you, Lord. Get their eyes focused on the obedience that you call for. Get their eyes focused on heaven. Get their eyes focused on the cross, Lord. Get them back so that they can come back, Lord, and help us to go and spread this message. Let them be tools, Lord. Let them be pioneers. Let them lift up others that have got the same issues. Let them reach out to others, Lord, and bring them in. It's time to bring in the harvest. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, I want to reach out tonight to the family that lost family members yesterday. I want to reach out tonight to all of our elected officials. Lord, I want to reach out tonight to all... Of the families of our elected officials i want to reach out tonight for all the policemen all the firefighters all the protesters on both sides i want to reach out tonight to all your sons and daughters lord i want to reach out tonight for all the children no matter what race denomination affiliation political party whatever whatever differences are between I want to reach out tonight, Lord, and have you touch them all with love. Give them the spirit of love, Lord. Let love grow inside. Plant that seed of love in us all, Lord, that it can grow and blossom. Lord, teach teach us how to forgive one another. Teach us how to love one another. Teach us, Lord, that because without any forgiveness, the Bible says we cannot enter heaven. Lord, let us all learn to forgive, to love, and to grow, and to start healing today. Let bitter words of anger be put aside. Let bitter words of hatred be cast aside. Lord, cast out the demons, the dynamic forces, the spiritual darkness that's putting lies in people's heads. Give them the gift of discernment, Lord, that they can know that what's coming, no matter what side they're on. Because, Lord, there's good and there's bad on both sides. There's good and there's bad in all colors. There's good and there's bad in everything. But it's not them that's the bad. It's the spirits. It's the demons. It's the witchcraft. It's the Jezebel spirits. It's the Leviathan spirits. It's the spirits of those that just want to cause confusion. Lord, I bind it. You say what's binded on earth will be bound in heaven. I bind all the dynamic forces that's coming against the people, the forces of confusion. I bind it and I cast it into that lake of fire, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, please touch our ministry. Let it flourish for you, Lord. Let it grow to spread your word, Lord. Let it be what you wanted it to be. And Lord, just thank you for letting us have the opportunity to steward it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. that being said, I want to thank anybody that watched this tonight. I want to thank you all for showing up, for for being here. We'll be back on tomorrow morning with our daily word. Um, If you want to really help us out, share these videos. Like them, share them. Let other people hear it. This is a time of harvest. We need each and every one of you. Look, go to our posts. Like our posts. Go to our, our, our videos and share these videos. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Twitter and, and and Periscope. Like us on Instagram. Like us at PleasantFamilyMinistry.org. Visit our group. This is not to make us big. We want to be, we'll stay small. That's, as long as we can make his name big. We want to spread the word of God. Like I just preached. One of the things that I want to do is exalt God, not myself. This isn't the thing about Rusty Pleasance. For those that have asked for prayer, write in. We'll pray with you. We'll pray for you. For those say, asked how to donate, there's something on the screen or will be. where you can just type on to go to Pleasance Family Ministry, all small letters, PleasanceFamilyMinistry.org, and there's a donate button there if you want to sow, tithe, partner with us, whatever. All of this is to help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.